And welcome to Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. My name is Ben Townsend from bentownsendmusic.net and I'm joined as always by... Sam Townsend from samtownsendmusic.fi Sam Townsend Music from samtownsendmusic.india Foxtrot India, Finland Finland. Oh, come on. Yes. I mean, that, you, that, you treat me like a, like a baby, an infant, if you will. Well, I just thought I'd give you a chance. I've, I've spent the week in Finland with um, one of my new employees. The Finnish people are all wonderful people. Very, very friendly. The website's up and running. Already got three million members. Mm. And uh, that's just, it's just been a, a fantastic week. That's great. And they're very, they're very good at completing work as well. Because I know you said to me, every time you said, have you finished that project, they say, I'm Finnish. Yes, exactly. And uh, so everything gets done extremely well and competently. Diligent. Diligent people. The diligent people. We are joined, of course, by Simon Californication Longhorn, Cali, Cali Attack. Uh, we call him the longest stick in the bush. We do now. We do now, brother. That's a, that's a matter of record now. That is your new name. The longest stick in the world. <laughs> yes. Okay, how are you doing, mate? Good. Good to have, Good to you, have you on board. Hot garage. Hot? Hot box. We've just been talking about Petrichor, of course, which is the... It's just it's very hot weather here at the moment. Well, hot for England. Yes, we are undergoing another global warming-induced heat wave. And it's just started raining. It'll be thundering later on. And I said to Sam, that smell when uh, rain hits a hot surface, for example, tarmac... Or, or tarmac, tar, tar, what's it called? Tarmacadam? Tarmacadam! That's what tarmac's short for. Oh, it, so you know Tar? Mr. McAdam? Yeah. <laughs> He's a lovely, lovely chap. He, in fact, he was in Finland with me this week. No, isn't he just called, that's his surname, McAdam? Yeah. And that's what I say when I say thank you to him. Tarmacadam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He was with you in Finland. He was, yeah. He said he wanted to come over and oversee the new project. Have you left him there? Yes. Yeah, I, I uh, flew back and he, um, he was, last, last I saw, he was swimming in the ocean. Mm, mm, very chilly. Today, as we record, is Father's Day. It is. It is indeed. And uh, this won't be coming out for a week uh, hence, of course. However, we did have uh, Amanda Fredette reach out to us. Uh, wife of the wonderful godfather of the podcast, Alex Fredette. Yes. Stalwart supporter. And the reason that we continue to do this. An all-round good egg. An all-round good egg is Alex Fredette. And Amanda asked us if we would be able to say something for Father's Day for Alex. Um, it's his first Father's Day. And, of course, we're, we're, we're honoured and humbled to be asked to do such a thing. So what we would like to say to Alex, a week after Father's Day, but this is for Father's Day, mate, is that Amanda and Natalie would love to wish Alex Fredette a happy Father's Day. Although it's the first one we get to celebrate, you proved what a dedicated father you were years in advance. You've administered more injections than could be counted, drove Amanda to all her appointments and surgeries, Put up with an anaesthetised Amanda, berating you for not getting the right snacks and were exceptionally devoted while Natalie was in the NICU after an emergency delivery. We love you and hope you have the best day. We're the luckiest to have you. So congratulations. Congratulations to both Alex and Amanda to be celebrating uh, the first Father's Day with Natalie. That's incredible. And 
we send you, Alex, and Amanda and Natalie, all our love from the podcast, don't we, brother? Love from the podcast. Happy Father's Day. Yeah, happy Father's Day, mate. So, today, we are talking about Live from the Basement 2012, Samuel. I, I hear what you're saying, Ben. Good. I'm sat right across from you. You should. Yes. This, wouldn't, this format wouldn't work. If we couldn't hear you. If you couldn't hear me. This was, well, this was a, a show, I believe it started off as a podcast and then moved into uh, televised, got picked up, picked up by uh, Sky Arts, I think. It was a Sky Arts production, yeah. you're right. And really, uh, there, there was a first series, which is listed on Wikipedia. This performance isn't listed on the Wikipedia page. Uh, but it's, it's, just give me your thoughts about the, the vibe of the live from the basement. Uh, so obviously this is the I'm with you era. A, yes, gra- a great era. A fantastic era. Great for us to be delving back into some of Josh's work. Oh, yeah. And how good is it? I mean, this was recorded on the 18th of October 2012. 18th of October, you say? Yeah, thank you to Hamish for that date, which I was struggling a little bit to find. Uh, we're going to be watching the version uh, that is called Red Hot Chili Peppers, live from the basement, 2012, brackets full on the Leonardo Job channel. The Job Meister General. The Job Meister General, and also a budding Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, which is fantastic. A budding, yeah, yes, <laughs> and a budding actor. Can you, um, yeah, oh, absolutely. Uh, One of, an actor I really do like, actually. I do. Yeah. Name your favourite uh, Leonardo job film? Favourite Leonardo job film has got to be the, probably the best of Leonardo job. The be- that's your favourite clip. That's your favourite YouTube clip. Um, no, my, my favourite Leonardo job film, oh, man, it's a tough one. I think I'd probably go for Titanic. Really? <laughs> no. What would you go for? Uh, well, What's Eating Gilbert Grape is great and showcast it's a young not, job. It, it, it's boring, though. <laughs> <laughs> However, well, like that's not, I, mean, I just said that for the kudos of, yeah. of uh, saying What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Well, I mean, if I could say The Basketball Diaries. Fine. Well, say it then. No, I don't want to. I will go with, I love, um, I love Job in uh, The Departed. Oh, I, I do. I also love the original Departed. Infernal Affairs. Yes, it's a great film. I'm going to go for that one where he gets attacked by a bear at the start. The Revenant. Yeah, I've never seen it. I have. I don't even know what it's called. That doesn't mean I haven't seen it. Right, I, okay. I, I, I have seen it, and I've, read, I've also read the book. Your favourite Leonardo job film of all time is that one that you can't remember the name of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. I've also read the book. Cool. <laughs> okay, so uh, the Leonardo job channel. Yes. Yeah. So, just talk to me a little bit about the vibe of this and what you make of it. Well. It's an interesting vibe because at times it seems mega relaxed and then at other times I, I feel some tension in the room. And I'll tell you when. And it's not necessarily tension, but there's one band member who, to me, at times doesn't look fully relaxed. Who? Well, do you want me to tell you? Is that why you just asked me? Yeah, you just said you'd tell me. You said yeah. you'd tell me specifically. Yeah. I, I think at times the swan doesn't look fully relaxed. Well, I think it's just in, it's not an environment where he can naturally exude as much exuberance as he might normally. Right. And exuding exuberance <laughs> <laughs> is something that really he should be able to do anyway. Uh, he, he looks great. He's had enough practice. He looks fantastic. He's got the off. old um, bean, the bean, tin of bean microphone back yes, in he has the classic blood sugar sex tin of beans. As far as I know, Zygmunt isn't there, which is, he luckily wasn't called upon, but 
We know how fragile those Tinder Bean muck phones can be. And that relationship between Zygmunt and the swan, of course, because of the malfunctioning swan. <laughs> the malfunctioning microphone. Well, that's right. And the, and the very complicated dynamic in terms of the relationship between both Zygmunt, the tin of bean mic, mm. and the swan. Absolutely. It's a, it's a kind of uh, love-hate triangle. It, it, well, surely there have to be three things on a triangle. There is. Zygmunt, the swan, and the microphone. Yes. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> it looks like the swan's wearing a Nine Besides You t-shirt. Well, the artwork, I'm besides you. Now, is this right? No, I know. I kept looking at it thinking, is that a Chili's t-shirt? And then I couldn't be 100% on it. No. So we'll say he might be wearing an I'm besides you t-shirt. He might be. I mean, it is a bit, it's a big might. Because at times I just thought it maybe looked like a Converse t-shirt. It's got writing on the back of it. (coughs) And and I've taken the time to translate Chad's... T-shirt. You notice he was wearing a German. Oh, he's got the German Chili's logo. Yes. It says "Ich bin B or by dear Kolmdi." I don't know. Can't. Don't know what it says in German. However, what it means in English is. Isn't it something? What is it? No, have a guess. Okay, I've been with you in Cologne or something like Close. that. Close. I'm with you, Cologne. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah, I speak German. Mate. So. And Latin. Uh, so you think the swan looks a bit... Uh, French. You don't think the swan's exuding enough exuberance? You think he looks a bit cautious? Well, I know. I think at times he looks almost tense. Wow. What about the rest of the band? Free and easy? Well, free and easy, apart from the obvious um, problem with Josh in that he's, he's injured. Yeah, the old kick in the microphone. I'm surprised he doesn't fall off his chair at times. Well, it's it's got no back on it as well. At the end, when he gets off it, you see it's got no back. Of course, this is when he broke his... His foot, didn't he? Yes. Which we'll find out when that was and report back on that later on. Well, broken foot's uh, nothing to be... Uh, it's nothing to be sneezed at. Or sniffed. And I found it. Okay. Josh found broke it. his foot uh, when in Oakland, 2012. <coughs> so 14th of August, 2012. During the show, he was, compl- he was saying that August. he, he yeah. couldn't hear. Yeah, So th- and this is in October. Yeah, so... Come on, mate. He broke his foot. Surely it doesn't take that long to get a foot, new foot. Well, January, February, March, January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, Price. September, October. This is only two months later, eight weeks. Oh, it must have been a bad break. Did well, it completely snap off? Yeah. <laughs> no, that, in that case, he's doing well. Uh, during the show, he was saying he couldn't hear himself uh, very well, so he kicked that monitor. Have you seen the video of that? During, oh, so this is how he broke his foot? Yeah. Oh, that's just really, really sloppy work. Well, it, it was aggressively sloppy. It must have been. Yeah. He must have been exuding... He was exuding a, a so much exuberance. Of, of exuberant anger. <laughs> he was. He was. Uh, so, yes, you're quite right. He sat down, which gives it a different kind of dynamic. It means he has to it hunch does. over his microphone even more than normal. Yes, he goes for the double hunch as opposed to just a single hunch. I've never seen anyone. I mean, as, let's talk to you as a man who has had singing lessons. Oh, yeah. And can talk in a, in a reasonably educated manner about what a double hunch might do to your, to your you know, just to the shape it's, of your body. It's, and not, your the, it's not the recommended, um, the recommended stance. Ah, but it's not. But if it works, and it works. And it clearly does. Yeah. I mean, this, uh, we'll, we'll get to some of this Josh's backing singing, but it's fantastic. It's fantastically quiet. Yeah. Well, he's too quiet 
for some of these. He was too quiet for 10 years. Yeah, he was, yeah. <laughs> okay, but he, he is absolutely brilliant on this performance. So oh, he's great. Absolutely great. I mean, they all are. They, the, 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 I know it's a, it's, a, it's a recorded, it's live, but it's a, a recorded. So, you know, had anything gone seriously wrong, I'm sure they would have just done it again. Now, on the Leonardo Jobs video, do you think that's the case? Uh, well, yes. Yes, I do. Because nothing does go seriously wrong. No. But there is, there are, there's a couple of flubs, and there's a couple of really noticeable flubs, but they've left them in. Uh, one yeah. that you pointed out, which we'll get to on Police Station, um, and there's one that Flea makes. Oh, and there's one in Ethiopia, but it's, I mean, it's all right. Yeah, what, Josh? No, this one. Ah, no, and Josh. He throws in an extra more and more and more. Ah, okay. Well, we'll get, we'll get there. Yeah, so yeah. I think if it's that kind of thing, they'll probably let it slide. But Yeah, they want to give it an air of sort of authenticity. Yeah. And it is authentic. But, but also you could, if you are, if you're filming something, and so you have got multiple times that you could try it in theory. Yeah. Are you ever going to get it? One, everybody going to say right? I'm 100 percent completely satisfied with that performance. Well, exactly. And as you say, these flubs, yeah, as I now call them, yes, are fine. Had you know, had we had a experience of full band breakdown mm. or the Swan or they broke making up. a massive mistake, yeah, um, then they could have started again. But obviously, they don't want to. They don't want to remove. And the, you can see the Swan's got all his lyrics there. Yeah, and he's yeah. paying. Close, Close attention. attention yeah. He doesn't want to make a mistake. No. A, a rude, I call that a rudimentary auto cue. Yes. It, well, it's not even an auto cue because he has to turn the page himself. No, it's I just call, a cue. I, I call it. I call it a um, manual paper cue. With, with with lyrics written on it. Sure, sure, sure. I call it an early version of the auto cue. I call it a relatively late version of of, of paper. Pen and paper. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, in the history of pen and paper, it was quite late. Yeah. But this is an hour-long show presumably on broadcast and it, it's not that long here so you figure that uh, there was adverts in the original broadcast oh there was there was but they don't play all of the songs off the album the ones they do play are all in order and at 32 seconds into the video you can see a set list and it's got you can see on the set list look around um maggie yeah did i let you know yeah goodbye hooray uh, happiness loves company uh, even you, even you, Brutus, mm. meet me at the corner and dance, dance, dance. And let's just have a look at what we got out of those and what weren't played. So let's go through the album. Okay. So they don't play Brendan's Death Song, but we can't see that on the set list. No. They don't play Annie Wants a Baby. No. Or, or did they play it and it just got cut out for time? They don't, a- they don't play, and that, now we move on to that set list, you can see. They don't play Happiness Loves Company, which is on the set list. Is on the set list. They've definitely got a piano uh, and a pianist. Oh, here we go. I'm, I'm looking, looking for a piano, a piano, yes, a piano. Just any old piano, no one that makes you dance. They don't play Even You Brutus, which was on the set list, and they don't play... Dance, 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 dance. dance. Should we do a, if you go, dance, no, I'll go dance, you go dance, and I'll go dance. Just do that simple, that simple harmony. Okay. Fine. Dance, dance, dance. Okay. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> so, did they, um, 
did they play them and then just pick the best tracks? Or is this a question? Yeah. Do you want me to answer? Did they play? Yeah, go on. Did they play all the songs and pick the best tracks for the hour? Yes. Okay. That's what they did, and they the reason they dropped some of the ones that were dropped was because a the time restriction. Yeah. B the quality of the performance. Okay. And C a group decision made by the production company. <laughs> okay, you sound like you're talking facts. <clears throat> oh, I am. Cool. Right, well, should we get into... <coughs> I've got a, a reoccurring oat in my throat. <laughs> Classic oat throat. Why have you got an oat in your throat? I'm not sure. I haven't eaten any flapjack, mm. if that's what you're thinking. Porridge? <coughs> Certainly not. Overnight oats? No, it's the middle of the day. Mm. Fair enough. Well, you can eat overnight oats at any point in the day. Can you? It's just that you do them overnight. So well, I normally... It's a slimming world thing. It's a slimming world thing? Yeah. I so, must admit, I've never... I've t- I don't tend to eat anything during the night. Fair enough. Right, anyway, Monarchy Roses. Let's get into it, shall we? Love to. as we come royally out of Monarchy of Roses. I love it. I, I absolutely love it. This is a time... Certainly, it's, this, this evokes such a feeling of time and place for me, watching these era performances. Time? Uh, 2012. Place? Uh, well, uh, I'm, uh, no, I will yeah. go as far as to say... In the car, coming back from... Okay, so probably loads of different places, I think. Well, yeah, I was, I was in motion. In the car, coming back from Pearl Jam in Manchester, when we went out to see them, we listened to I'm With You on the journey back down. Uh, okay. We stopped at Anna's sister and her husband's. Yes. And uh, that was the weekend that... Uh, it was the, f- the weekend that Simon Mayo and Mark Commode had, were re, um, reviewing The Amazing Spider-Man. Okay, fair play, fair play. And I, I, I know that you really like this song probably more, more than me. Yeah, it, it's, it's, a, it's a grower because it's, it's an interesting opener. Yes. It's more akin to, I would say, Warped than it is Danny. Exactly. I mean, I, I think this is, a, this is a good song. But for me, it doesn't carry the, the weight of, of, say, an Around the World, a Power of Equality, a... Uh, a Danny, or even a. By the way, okay. It is, however, better than the, a better opener than the Getaway. Oh well, I love the Getaway. I, I love, love the, the Getaway. I love the song and it's a the different getaway. vibe. It's a different yeah. vibe. I, I won't say it's a better opener than the Getaway. Actually, I think I prefer the Getaway. It's a bit. It's a different vibe. It's a different vibe. Going head to head against a big opener, mm. I think you know. It, it, for me, it ranks quite low. Okay, but that's not to say it's, it, it, it's not a great song because it is. Um, this 
straight away the production on this is kind of there's there's a low key feel to the the song yeah the, yes i think what this performance perhaps lacks is and I'll, I'll i'll use the phrase again it's exuding exuberance yeah the swan is the swan, the swan actually sounds great on this performance oh he does yeah but it's a slightly dialed back swan yes yeah i would agree throughout with that. throughout most of it if not all of it Chad's given it stacks. Josh has given it stacks. Um, Flea's given it stacks, especially on that like that slap part, like dee 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 dee. Yeah, you see Flea absolutely giving it loads. Yes, and it, the but, Swan is a bit more dialed back. Yeah, and the whole sort of sound of it, even though you can see them giving it loads, yeah, it doesn't necessarily come through all the time no, in that, the audio. As you say, the production, the 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 final mix that comes up through your headphones and your speakers into is, the ear is. Uh, what's a little bit saccharine, if 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 you will. I mean, I don't know what that means. Uh, sweet, sweet, yeah, and the, um, clean. I don't know what I mean. It's, yeah, no, I know what you mean. It's it's almost sterile. Okay, that's the best word for it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's not saccharine or clean. It's a little bit sterile. But I'll say it again. I love this whole performance. I think. Yeah, I think this would be something to show. I'd be more than happy to say to someone, uh, watch this. Watch this. If they'd never heard of the chilies before. Check, yeah. check this out. You'll check see. this out. It's a good indicator of where they were in 2012. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but you'll never <laughs> hear any of these songs yeah, live again. They were in a basement. Yeah. But what a setup. That, um, it's such an intimate feel in that basement. And it's, got, it's all really old fashioned. Yeah. Like the mics, like you get a close up shot of that old fashioned fire extinguisher. Yeah. The mics and stuff all seem to be. Not necessarily the mics they're using to sing through, but um, like Chad's, the stuff that's holding the mics is what I mean. Sorry, like on Chad's kit, the overheads, it's yes. all like, it looks like surgical equipment from yeah, the 1950s. Yeah, an interesting feel to it. And yeah, it's, and a, an interesting aesthetic. Yeah, it's a very, yes, it's a very full room. Oh, it's stuff full of There's both equipment great, and people. a great deal of room to, to manoeuvre. No. Even no. if Josh was stood up, it's probably a good thing he sat down because otherwise he'd be clattering into all kinds of surgical equipment. Yes, he would. Which might actually might might be helpful, given he's got a broken foot. He's got a broken foot. Yeah. You never know. The, the clatter of a surgical stand onto a broken foot might fix it. <laughs> it might. I like the the loose feel of the beginning as well. Like really, and like people when it's the setup comes at the beginning, just people strumming, tuning up, getting yeah. ready. Yeah, that feel is great. Um, exactly, and that's that's why when I watched it for research, and just then. When they, when when the swan starts singing, it is a kind of jarring. The the visual versus the audio is a little bit, off, and you get used to it. And by but you know, it's only really that first song. After that, you 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 know what to expect. Hmm. But yeah, I mean, in terms of the performance, the swan, you're right. He's dialed back a bit, but he sounds great. Yeah, he's focused on delivering a performance. Yep, he's got his t-shirt on still. Yeah, and are we confirming that's a I'm Beside You t-shirt, or are I we still at, on the fence about this? If it's not, it's bloody similar. Yeah, and I'm going to say that I think it is, however there is a possibility that it isn't. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> that's less definitive than you just said you were going to be before we press record. 
It's it. Well, I, I was more confident, but as soon as it comes to you know laying my reputation on the line, and what a reputation! Yeah, exactly. It's it's a reputation that needs to be preserved. I love the close-up shots at the start of this, where you're seeing like microphones and stuff. I especially like the bit where you see Josh's pedals. Mm. Oh, and, you did like that. And you'll notice that some of his pedals have a pedal guard on them. A PJ. Yeah. So what I mean by that is, um, say on a Boss pedal, the pedal part is as high as the the control knobs ah. so you're unlikely to knock them with your foot yes. on some other pedals uh, we, we might have one of those like a metallic clicker button you you might be in danger of knocking the, the settings that you've got and that is not a risky so sometimes he's got like a little plastic like shield for one on some of the pedals yes. so his foot literally can't press down or touch the, the controls on others he's got like electrical tape taped yeah. across the controls to hold them in place it's dial it, it dial it in and keep it safe. Yeah, keep it safe, tape it down. I on my pedals use a, again it's an electrical tape based system, but I take my electrical tape and I cut little triangles about that big. Yes. Very small. I dial in my sound and then I use the the, the they're like little arrows to point to where I want the settings to be so that if they do get knocked off, I know exactly where to dial oh, them back, back into. That's a a G a GP? A, a, a guitar pedal point. A GPP, a GPP. A GPTP. GPP, Prodigies of Peace. Hear me when I'm calling you from my knees. Exactly. What do you think about the wobbly camera effect? You know, this, this I find very disorientating, especially when I watched it on Friday when I was completely shit-faced. Oh, you were, weren't you? Yeah, I found you up crying. You found me up very upset. <laughs> <laughs> um, luckily, I, did, I just didn't. I had no, you, had no, you had no context as to why I was doing this. I was extremely busy, so I just had to let you have a little. Uh, I, I, I vented. You vented, and then I said, "Let I've got to go." So, what you, yeah, you did. That was pretty much what happened from memory. I did think, "Cheers, brother." Yeah, um, always there for me. What do you think of the wobbly camera effect? Well, I mean, it's not something that I really noticed. I have to say. Really? Yeah. Oh, did you notice the wobbly camera effect, yeah, Kelly? Very one. Yeah, it's, it's like um, you're tripping. I don't know what that's like. What, tripping on acid? Trip, yeah, uh, I don't know because I've never done that. Let me put it another way. It's like you're constantly moving your head around whilst watching, going in four dimensions. Yeah. Oh, or three okay. dimensions even. Yeah. I guess you're moving through time as well while you're doing it. So it is four dimensions. So like you're going in and out and wobbling your head well, around. In and out and side to side. Yeah. So you're moving around a... Imagine that your head is inside of a, a blown-up football. Okay. Not an inflated football. Yes. And your head's moving around all of that space. I don't need to imagine that. Randomly. No, he's done it. That's my Saturday night. Head in football. Put a football on and have a couple of beers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get to the elephant in the room. Oh, okay. And the elephant in the room. Yes. Uh, during this performance and other performances... Ah, uh, is he's not an elephant. No, he's a man. He's a man, <laughs> he's a man called Maro or Maro. I don't actually know how to pronounce. Well, that, just that just don't admit you don't. I'll know. say just Maro. No, I will admit it. Right, <laughs> Maro Rafosco. Yes, is he's in. I mean, he's, let, let, let's 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 examine the facts. Chris Warren is still about playing keys for Chris the Chilies. Maro's not there anymore. Is there a need? I think 90% of the time, I would argue there's not a need for him to be there. Yeah, I would agree. But bless him, he's doing his best. Why are you playing the bongos on this song? Uh, well, because you can't hear them, it doesn't matter. But I think you can hear them. Uh, okay. You can hear them. I especially, like the way he's especially looking, when you he's can looking see intently. 
Yeah, but that's the other thing. Sometimes they don't even let him look. Sometimes he's facing away from them completely. Uh, Sometimes he's being forced to look over his shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> to I see know. what's going on. I know. Well, no, because that's because he's got a, almost a full circle of equipment. I think he's got a square. I think he's got a... Yeah, so there's going to be times when he's not directly facing him because he's playing something on the, you know, the north side of the square. Yeah, but there's... There are, there are times when he's playing a, a mobile piece of percussion equipment and he still faces oh, the wrong we'll way. Come to, oh, yeah. we'll come to those we'll, babies we'll, later. Yeah, true, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're barely mobile. They're, they're so I'll tell you, they're, uh, <laughs> they don't like it. And we must apologise. The fan on our computer's working overtime because the garage is so hot. It's not even that hot outside anymore. Yeah, it's... It's very, very... We go through extremes of temperature in this garage, don't we? Mm. What else have we got to say about this? Uh, well, it's the first example of Josh's backing vocals. Yeah. Are they processing... Are they putting effects on his voice to make it sound like it does on the album? Or can a man possibly sound that ethereal with his natural voice? He sounds amazing. Um, the speculation surrounding the effects rages on. I think that he is... He has got effects on his voice. The speculation is finished. So, cool. we've put that one to bed. He sounds brilliant. I would say, I said earlier, he was too quiet. I now think he's only, he's only too quiet by about 2%. Oh, there's not much in it. Not yeah. much in it. There's not much in it. He, and there's, but there's times later on when I think he's significantly too quiet. We'll, we'll, we'll get there, but he's not bad here. No, no, he sounds great. I mean, the backing vocals on this album are, at times, stunning. Yeah, they're some of my favourites so, in the Chili's Pantheon or catalogue, if you will. Yes. Yeah, oh, I will. Uh, what do you think about the way the swan at 3.46 on the Leonardo Jobs video of the whole show uh, holds, holds that note with his tongue going... Yeah, I think having just discussed the fact that they were trying to do their best, mm. that is an example of him not doing his best. Mm. Why do you think he does that? Pure over-exuberance. Yeah, he's exuding too much exuberance. <laughs> he, he, yeah, he, even, he though he's, even though he said he's dialed back. Well, he knew, he knew that there were accusations flying around that he wasn't exuberant enough. And as can happen in that situation... You then, overdo it. He's, he's overdone yeah, it. Yeah, that's interesting. And he's had to employ the tongue. Yeah. And he's gone very nasal. Yeah. So both tongue and nose come into play. And towards the end of the note, it's clear that he's running out of breath. Yeah. Just stop before you get to that point. Make it, keep it clean, keep it full. Yeah. Don't show that weakness. No, uh, no, I might agree with you, but also don't do it. This is the antithesis at all of uh, tip of my tongue. This is the whole tongue. Last thing to say from me is, th- this setup feels like, it looks like it used to be when um, me, Jez, and Eddie were jamming in Eddie's bedroom with Insidious. Yes. Where we were always facing each other. Tight. Tight in, uh, foot secure for now, but sw- hot, sweaty, facing each other and always like kind of looking at each other and communicating. Yeah. Oh, and that's what Marrow's doing. When he's allowed to. When, he, well, when, when he's they, allowed to look I mean, at he's them. He's looking at them, but yeah. they're not necessarily looking at him. Uh, okay, we will get onto more Marrow chat later oh, on. I mean, he, 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 I think he realises that in order to feature in the latter stages of this video, he has to pull something out of yeah. that. His, his equipment must get more and more outlandish. <laughs> yeah, and my <laughs> word, his shakers are something to hold. <laughs> right, we're moving on to... I almost fell off my chair when I was watching it the other day when he first pulled that out. Well, well, we'll get to it. Yeah. Factory of Faith, coming up.
Well, as we factor by a degree of faith out of factory of faith, mm. Sam, talk to me about this. Well, I call it Foth normally. Talk to me a little bit about Foth. Ah, well, Foth is one of my favourite Red Hot Chili Peppers songs. It's Susan Perb. I think it's, it always helps when you've just listened to a song for it to rank higher than it normally does. Not because, you know, it's normally a low ranker. Because it's not. Mm. It's a high ranking. It's a high ranking. It's a high ranking officer, and I respect it, mm. and always will. It's a constable. It's more than a constable, I think. Is it? Yeah, it's a detective sergeant. It, if it was an army man. Yeah. Be, be, biggest man in army. <laughs> top, Head of army. Top army man. Top ranking army man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, officer. So you can see we're not involved with the forces. Talk to me a bit about Foth. <sighs> man. It's my favourite song that has the word factory in the title. Yeah. Um... Faith? I don't know. Faith, 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 by, faith by George Michael. Faith by George Michael's pretty good. What else has Faith in? Um, uh, faith Hill, of course, the artist, did this Kiss, which is a great song. Yes. They must, uh, Adam Faith. Yeah. He recorded some songs in the, in the 60s. In the 60s and also starred in <laughs> Love Hurts with Zoe Wanamaker. He did. That's when I first became aware of Adam Faith. Same here. And when I first became aware of that beautiful, beautiful lady by the name of Zoe Wanamaker. Yes. Who you have. Have you ever met? No, but I did have a teenage crush on her. Her yeah, and Susan did. Kennedy from Neighbours. Well, I think every every young man every young star of a certain age had a, a crush on Susan Kennedy, a.k.a. Jackie Woodburn. Yeah, and I will also say that Alan Kennedy. No. Carl, Carl Kennedy. Carl. Sorry, it's played by Alan Fletcher. Yeah. <laughs> so, Carl Fletcher, Alan Kennedy. Yeah. Is a handsome man. Carl Kennedy. Yeah, well, of course, and that t- became a problem as he had an affair with Sarah. Oh, that's unsavory. Anyway, fact Foth. It's great, isn't it? This doesn't, chorus-wise, I don't think this quite takes off the way that the album version does, but it's still brilliant. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they drive it on as best they can, I think. Yeah. And I, and I do think it, it flows beautifully. You don't lose any of that drive. There's still a lot of drive here. Yeah, I, I, I think it doesn't take, this version doesn't take the step up yeah. to, really, uh, to really launch. But it, it's still, it's such a great chorus. It's such a great melody for the chorus. Yes, and, and I mean, we've probably said it before. This song flows from section to section, part to part. Mm. So, so well, just, just coming out of that little instrumental section in the middle, back into the chorus... Mm. It's it's just it's well, not only seamless. Fits. Everything fits. It all it flows together as a. Co- we'll, but but we'll you get again. that you get that lift again. Yes, it's a coherent whole. Yes, you're right. You do, and that's where it does lift because yeah. the fact that they're doing that a bowl 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 that kind of slows it. That while a tempo doesn't necessarily slow. Yeah, that what they're delivering vocally. Yeah, what Flea's delivering vocally does kind of dr- start does. In a good way, drag it slightly. Yeah, yeah. Which means yeah. that as it builds up and goes back into the chorus, again. it does take it does take off. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'll tell you what: some incredible uh, work from the myth here. At six thirty, there's a lovely, there's a great over the shoulder shot of him. This is what's great about this format: you yeah. can really see what what individuals are doing. Well, I think Chad, Chad, more than ever in this format, you're getting so close to him, you're yeah. getting to see him. Normally, he's at the back, isn't he? So. You know, we're used to seeing Flea and and whoever the guitarist might be. Mm. 
close up, but you don't normally get to see Chad close range over the shoulder. This is so good here because at 6.30, there's the mother and father of all great symbol catches. You know, catch it. Yeah, yeah. It's so precise. Yeah. He's so good that he's obviously drumming with both hands. When you're really good at something, you seem to have time to do stuff. You know, exactly. you just seem to be able to make time to do things. So he gets his catching hand, his left hand, in position. Yeah. It's there. He hits a cymbal, yeah. catches it, and he's off to the next thing. Because he's not even... He's, he's not having to think he's about not, he's, he's, he's Whatever his catching hand does before he catches it, mm. he, it he muscle memory yeah. kicks in. He does what he's done, done there, and he's instantly moving up, ready mm. to catch. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna call um, uh, Mara. I, I, I don't know how to say his first name. I will admit. I will admit that. Yeah, Mara. Uh, Mara. I'm gonna call him Mister from now on. No, no, call him. I'm gonna call him Mister. Why? I, I, because I, Mister Rafosco. No, just Mister Mr. No, don't just call him. That's that's. You can't just. I'll call him Mister Rafosco then. Fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I want to call him, and it's also more respectful. Yeah, well, and yeah, it includes one of his names. Yeah, well, MR, do you understand it's short for Mr.? No, Mauro Rafosco. Oh, fine. But, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I, I did. I'll course, call him Mr. Rafosco. I did, of course, understand that. Of course you did. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say we are going to rag on. I just, thought you were, just didn't <laughs> want to say either of his names. So. We are going to rag on. Him slightly, we have already, and we probably will moving forward. Well, no, no, we're not rang. We just put it in his legs. It's just a bit. Of humor. It's, it's, it's it's banter. It's banter. It's banter, Mister Rafosco. But Which you, he, one day he will be. You, he does step up to the mark here with the double time. Yeah, in this song, this needs it needs that. This needs that, and he's there to deliver it. He's definitely required here. Yeah, yeah, well done. Yeah, no, great performance from Mister. Now, Mr. Rafosco, I think <laughs> you'll you find. Will. Yeah, yeah. And what about Chad's vertical holy solo uh, symbol? <laughs> well, I've got some information on that. Oh, great. What I will quickly say before I say about that is, we've talked about the the, the output of this set of this setup is sl- sounding slightly sterile. Yes. You're panicking. What's the matter? Uh, did you bring the? No. <laughs> no, no, don't worry. Don't worry. No, no don't, don't worry. No, go. Don't worry. No, no. Right. <laughs> sounding slightly sterile. Yes. But what it means is you can hear everything. You can hear each individual. Yeah, and instrument. you can uh, yeah, and each individual hit of a cymbal or the hi- there's a lovely hi hat strike in this song. Just mm. in, and it's just a, a a separate you know. And as you say, the ears are treated to the detail here. Now my my research about uh, the sideways cymbal. Yeah, the vertical holy. Uh, e- yes, the vertical holy. Are you calling it? Oh, something's just struck me. This symbol, yes, which he uses to such great effect, especially at the end, and does double it's got holes in it. Yeah, it has, but it's called a holy china. Uh, but H O L Y china. Yes, this is a Sabian holy china symbol which Chad designed himself. Right, and can I just ask? Yeah. Is, is it made of china? No, good. Yeah, otherwise it, it wouldn't would, be so resilient. It would break. It would yeah. break. <laughs> and it would make a different noise. Yeah. Let's be honest. Well, like a smashing noise. It'd be more of a ting. Hmm. Great, great sound though, isn't it? It's kind of very splashy. Yeah, and designed by Chad himself. Designed by and, Chad sorry, who, with Sabian. With, with Sabian. With Sabian. Symbian. Or Sabian. 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 Zildian. 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 <laughs> yeah, it's a combination of Zildian and Symbian. 
Savian. No, no. Zildian and Savian. Savian. Yeah. Yes. No, this is with Savian. Right. This is with Savian. Uh, I've got some more points here. That guitar solo from Josh is none more I'm With You era. It's pure noise solo. Well, it is. I mean, there's, there's some detail in there. There's recognisable notes, but it's that, yeah. it's that era of, yes. of Josh. And actually, like, as he was then playing live with the more and, you know, the more you play, the better you're going to get. Yeah. He, when they were playing live, he moved away from that kind of noise solo. Yeah. And, and does to an extent here on this performance, but that is proper I'm With You, kind of Rain Dance Maggie. Yeah, and you're right to, to say that the I'm With You has such a distinctive sound. Uh, and it was one that, when it first came out, I wasn't 100% no, no, ne- sure. No, neither of us were sure, because it was just, well, we, it was no solos. Well, yeah, but, and, and not just the solos, but the whole, the whole sort of sound. I think, you know, there's, dis- there's distinctive sort of touchstones that each, each member of the band has during that time. Yeah. And I've come to love them all. So have I. I think I'm with you as a Stone Cold Classic Red Hot Chili Peppers album. A stone, and if it was a bush? Well, call it a classic or a bush. A Stone, okay. <laughs> a stone Cold Bush. <laughs> it's a Stone Cold Bush. Yeah. That's fine. Fine. Right, anything else on Factory O Faith or Foth? Well, let's talk, can we just talk a little bit about the outro? Yeah, of course, yeah. Because I think the outro is as good as any other element of the song. Hmm. And you were talking about the drive. I do think that the drive of the second part of the outro is slightly dialed back. It, you, it, you know, you still get it. It still kicks on. But there's on the album, it just has, you know, a, a slightly more lift. But it's still great here. And Josh kind of is experimenting a bit more with yeah. his guitar yeah, work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of it's great. It's all good. Some of it's great. So I just think that, yeah, it, it's a perfect song with a killer outro. Yeah, agreed. It's a perfect song, yeah. With a killer outro? Yes. What about the fact that at the beginning, which we haven't mentioned, the swan wasn't 100% sure when to come in? Oh, no, that's cool. I like that kind of vulnerability and the fact that you can see that. And I love the, his little look. But he look. must know when he's got to come in on that song. It's not. Oh, big... I love his look. I love it that he's just looking at the guys and gesturing and his little face when he, you know, he thinks, right, this is my time. Yeah, I think it's lovely. And he's so lean of face here. He is. And we can confirm that it is an I'm Beside You t-shirt. Right. Right. Confirmation of confirmation when needed. Well, my reputation's on the line. R- wow. Really? Yes. Okay, well, I, I really, really hope it is. Well, I mean, I re- what, you really, really hope that I, my reputation is on the line and I lose it or keep it? Uh, I, either, I can go either way on that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, shall we go across the world now, around the world, if you will, to Ethiopia? Ah, see what you did there.
suppose we travel back around the world from Ethiopia to England. Sam. I'm glad we didn't get lost. Uh, what, on the way back or specifically in Ethiopia? Specifically in Ethiopia. You just said fucking marvellous. I did, and I'm sorry for swearing in your presence. That's fine. Don't do it again. I'll try not to. But you're big. <laughs> <laughs> what a performance of what a great song. What a great song. Yes, this one is a song that I have always said keeps your ears on their toes. And keeps your toes on your ears. Exactly, because there's so much going on. There's so many different bits. There's so many different rhythms. Yeah. It's sensational. Well, I remember speaking to someone after the release of I'm With You, and they kind of mocked Anthony's delivery. You know, they kind of... Oh, man, this is sensational. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, it's it's sensationally. He's off book as well, did you notice? His, His lyrics are behind him. Is that on book or off book? That's off book. You're on book in in, the, in theatre parlance. Mm. You're off book when you're when you're rehearsing and you don't have to refer to your lines. But the, oh, so the book's behind him. Is he referring to it? No. Otherwise, it'd be like uh, Mr. Rafosco never never looking. At well, him. that's why I thought it was odd, an odd decision to put the book that you need mm. directly behind you. I think he just knows the worst. This one. Well, that's. Inc- I mean, at at the time. It was quite unusual. <laughs> It'd be quite unusual now. Yeah, but of course now he, he, he uses the modern technology. The modern technology and not the latest technology of pen and paper. No, and it's a, it's a shame. Although his handwriting, I'm sure he can read it and he does sort of amp it up for the set list. I think that's typed though on... Yeah, on, it's typed. Um, it's not handwritten. Yeah. Um, but if it was, do you think he amps it up for the set list? Makes it sort of more... Dramatic, yeah, yeah. He, he's not writing that. If he's doing a daily diary, he's not writing like that. Surely, surely not. I wouldn't have thought so. Did a gig, <laughs> yeah. Did a gig. Forgot the words again. Mm. No, he, but he doesn't. No, he's no, got he the doesn't. Mo- and welcome. He's come, got the modern equivalent of pen and paper. He, has, now. he does never forgets the words anymore because he's got them in front of him. Let's give him his due as well. We're we're the first people, well, amongst the first people, to say when the swan's not great. Well, we're he the first is, people on this podcast to say. Yes, we are. He's killing this what i think this is in a, in, a, in a totally legal way in a legal and good way yes it's not murder in the first oh no it's not song uh, it's open. not um what's the american penal code for murder in the first 187 is it yeah it's not 187 in this no it's not it's not the uh, illegal murder of a song what he's doing here is knocking it out of the park legally Legal. <laughs> I don't mean he's playing baseball. <laughs> <laughs> he's brilliant on this. The held notes. Ah, oh, he's, he's, he's great. Yes. He's great. And I think further confirmation that it's an I'm Besides You T-shirt. Further confirmation. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> for those people who can't believe there was any doubt in the first place, <laughs> um, nor can we. But it is an I'm Besides You T-shirt. And it's actually made me think to myself, I'm going to try and purchase one shall i do a live on air search go on then okay you you keep chatting i will i'm going to go into some stats here some percentages okay great uh what i really like here is there's some really wide shots that are used in this show as well so there's a really cool shot yeah. at 11 you concentrate on your job sorry there's such a cool shot at 11 56 where they go into verse two where you see 66.6 of the of the recurring players in the shot and then Flea comes into the shot 
and that makes 83.3% of all the involved players at this point. When I did these stats, I didn't realise there'd be an additional pianist and an additional trumpeter. So these stats, <laughs> no. are, rub- these stats are now off. They are. But you, the people I, involved at the time... We get the message. Okay. What I will say is that um, back to the 83.3% shot, at 13.11, you can see them all grooving on the, on the solo. And also you'll hear Chris Warren... Uh, coming in big and heavy with a stab keys beep 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 which is a lovely addition and again it's another example of everything is so clear on this performance you're picking up on hang on i'm I'm just going to go to um a little message sent to me by a fellow i like to call aiden hampson nothing right fine so you know josh's solo yes oh yeah it's a great solo Tried and tested triplets, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, Simple but effective. Yes, and but I said to Aiden, "Is this an example of a polyrhythm?" Right, and what did he say? He said, "Yes, specifically a cross rhythm." Although the although the quote says a cross rhythm should not be short enough to leave the fundamental beat unchallenged. That's up for debate. Does it leave you feeling unsure where the where the pulse is? So. I love this solo because it works against what else is happening. This whole song has that kind of vibe to it. That's why I said it keeps your ears on their toes. Yes, it does. And it keeps, it keeps, I think Chad, you know, does a wonderful job on this. Yeah. Because it's not, I mean, he makes it look easy. But it's, uh, you know, it's it's a distinctive approach and sound to the drum part because of the, the overall construction. The nature, because something else is working against you. Whereas JK does lose it. On his solo, he loses the flow of that three-note uh, repeated line. Yeah, and the swan... At three thirteen thirty-two specifically. Yeah, and the, the swan, you know, live, this is a, a more challenging one for him. And he does lose time ever so slightly a couple of times. I didn't, he pulls I didn't it back. pick up on it. I, yeah, I, I'm he, such a big fan of the man. He pulls it back. He pulls it. It's not, it's not a flub. It's not a classic flub. It's a semi... It's a, a semi-flub. But it's not, it's not a problem. It's not a problem. Fine. I'm just saying... There what are you talking two about this one there? It sounds like it's problematic. There are two occasions where he just falls slightly behind but then pulls it back. And there is one occasion where he loses time, adds in an extra more and more and more and more each day, which for me slightly detracts, um, sadly, from that, that sort of high peak in the song. Right, well, after that bitter and brutal diatribe against a man who we... Doing his best. Just doing his best yeah. under difficult circumstances. Yes, yes. I've got some information I think will be interested here. Oh, great. I love when Chad looks... Um, he tries to catch um, Chris Warren or Flea's eye at 1354 and shouts, Yes! Like he's, he's well into it. Who? Chad, the Miss. Right. Sorry, Chad, the Miss Smith. Sorry, uh, yes. And um, I, that, that, to me, said, let's look into a little bit more detail about Chris Warren and his relationship with Chad. Obviously, he's his drum tech as well as the mm. keys player. Yeah, good friend. In 2015, Chad tweeted, Chris, my drum tech for over 16 years. Love this man. So that puts him teching for Chad to around 1999-2000 when he first started doing it. He started playing the keys with the band when John said... Uh, well, John was in the band. Yeah. He was playing the vocoder on a part, he said. So that's probably by the way. Yeah. Controlling the vocoder on a slipknot cashback ribcage. Yeah. 
sections. And John asked him if he could play the chords on snow, which he learned and then played. And he said from there it just snowballed. Question was asked... Because he was playing snow. Brilliant. Yeah, well done. <laughs> the question was then asked, and I'm going to go to the, the photo file here. Is that What's a photo file? Is it just a photo? Yeah. Right. It's a photo on my phone. It's a photo file. Yeah. Uh, this is from, what am I reading from? I'm reading from Drummer Magazine, February 2012. And I will give a shout out to the, to the Chili Sauce, run by Rebecca Billingham, for these scans. Absolutely brilliant. If you've never been to Chili Sauce, go and check it out. Thousands of scans of stuff about the chilies. It's brilliant. So, question is, what happens if something goes wrong on Chad's kit, but you're playing keys? Says the interviewer. Yeah. The answer is, laughs. So, maybe you can recreate that laugh for me. Yeah, sure. Uh, what happens if something goes wrong on Chad's kit, but you're playing keys? <laughs> That's the most popular question. It, it kind of hasn't happened, which would, would indicate, indicate it, kind it, of it kind of has. Well, it did happen once, he goes on to say. Ah, so, it kind lied. of has. He lied. No, he said it kind of hadn't happened, but it kind of has. But then he admitted moments later that it had. Well, it did happen once, and I've got to say, I was such a badass. All right. I, I managed to do it between the verse that I didn't play on. I think the cymbal tilt had come down. Without missing a beat, I ran over, tightened it up, ran back for the chorus. It hasn't happened too much, and I hope it doesn't, but I guess I'll have to take it all in when it does. So a cymbal tilter, I would say, Chris, getting a bit loose isn't as bad as, say, punching a hole through your snare drum. Well, or worse still, all of the drums falling off the, the, the kit. Chad exploding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, I think at that point... Isn't it? Um, doesn't one of the drummers explode in spinal tap because they can't <laughs> sort of go through drummers? Yeah, what do you do then? Well, he jumps in, I guess. He jumps in. But who's playing keys? Well, that's, um, Mr. Mr. Rafosco would have to stop tapping on the... <laughs> just stop gen- gently tapping... <laughs> Things that don't make any noise, yeah. <laughs> and and do something slightly more audible. Who's playing the tambourine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that's that's some great information, I think. And I love Chad's kit here. We haven't talked about that yet. You've seen the close-ups. Mm. Wood effect, or maybe just wood. Yeah, probably. But it looks like it's it's got that kind of pyrography effect. So it looks like it's been burnt in, doesn't it? Yeah. Some fantastic, maybe it has. fantastic artwork. Yeah. No, great kit. Relatively. Although not as minimalist as as some we've seen, but it's it's quite small. It's Obviously, got he's, the got rotos. The, he's got the the holy china. He's got the holy china. He's got his rotos on. Do you want me to list for you now? Well, he's got the rotos, but he doesn't really use. Well, them. they're the clear acrylic rotos. Yeah. Oh, he does. It does. You can. I think it, you can hear a roll in this song actually. Oh uh, yeah, you hear it, but you don't see it. No. I'd love to have seen it because it's a fast one. Um, yes, it is. Yeah. Do you want me to list the kit that Chad was using, the clear acry- acrylic kit on the Iron with Utah? Yes, please. Okay. Manufacturer? Pearl. Colour? Clear acrylic. (laughs) Okay. Um, Okay. Elements? Uh, Okay. Pearl custom acrylic kit with custom artwork. What custom artwork? It's clear acrylic. I think it's on the... um, On the base skin. It's on the kick skin, yeah. It's the I'm with you. Pill. Damien Damien Hurst. uh, Fly on pill. The rest of it is just clear acrylic. Six-inch octobands times three, each now they're different pretty depth. Small. They're what I was calling the rotos, I think. Yeah, um, octobands. Yeah, they're the octobands. Six inches is only about that. Yeah. You've got to be quite accurate with, with your Stick arms, work. hands and sticks. Yeah, well, he is accurate with his 
hands, arms and stick. <laughs> yes. I that earlier on. Well, that's one of the... That's only one element of what makes him such a good drummer, is, is his arm, hand and stick accuracy. 14 times 6.5 inch free-floating... Uh, 14 times 6.5 inch free-floating acrylic snare, left-hand snare. So oh. presumably he's only using one at a time. Unknown. Oh, no, no, that's the depth. I imagine that's the oh, sorry, diameter four, Oh, so 14 depth. by... Yeah. Right, so, so across from point to point I is I mean, imagine 14 playing inch. 14 snares <laughs> at the same time. That's, that's tricky. Even with extremely good arm, hand and stick accuracy. Now, I'm going to continue to use this me- methodology for the rest of the drums. Don't assume that he's got 14 of it's each. numbers. 14 times 6.5... Can you just say by then? No. Instead of times? Oh, yeah, fine. 14 by 6.5 inch pearl Sensitone Elite Snare. So he's got two snares. That's another snare. Oh, left-hand snare. That's the other one. 12 times... No, 12. 12 by 8-inch tom. 14 five. by 14-inch floor tom. 16, okay, so only one rack tom. Is that what was that? That looks like it. Yeah. 14 by 14-inch floor tom. 16 by 16-inch floor tom. 24 by 18-inch bass drum. So is that that big floor tom that he's got in this? No, that's a timpani. Oh, a timpani, yeah, a timpani. So percussion, Adam's professional timpani... Why is he borrowed Adams? Well, Adam... McAdams. Oh, is it Tar McAdams? Tar Did he say Tar McAdam? No, Adam um, has always provided him with his timpanies. Adam has since. always provided Chad with his timpanies. He's even the, the first one was when, when before Chad had hit the big time. Yeah. He couldn't afford a timpani, so he borrowed Adams. Yes, and it has continued to but do ever so ever since. since then. And poor old Adam... Has been tim- timpaniless. Ever since. And he eats them, of course, for his breakfast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Adam's having to shell out on all these timpanies. Just to lend them to Chad. Just so Chad can eat them. Uh, we've got an LP jam block under percussion. He probably spreads that on the timpani before Well, he famously, you hadn't tried jam until FPM bought some jam at the first oh, meetup. I, I know. And I, I'm not a big fan of jam. I don't know what we're going to do this year. Maybe, I don't know. I've never tried soup. So maybe someone could... He's never tried a soup, he claims. Bring some soup. <laughs> You'll enjoy this. A Gone Bops Red Rock. Cowbell. Sorry. <laughs> That's a cowbell. I thought it was two different things. I thought it was a Gone Bops, a Gone Bops Red Rock and a separate cowbell. It's a Gone Bops Red Rock cowbell. Okay, it's and a good cowbell. Symbols. Sadium. Uh, sabium. Sorry, what are they called? How did you pronounce it? Zildjian. Seljian. Zinjian. No, Zildjian and Sabian. No, they can't... What was it? Let's not... Let's let's not worry too much about that. Sabian with custom RHCP asterisk logo, a 10-inch AA splash, a 14-inch AAXX... Ah, no. A 14-inch AAX accelerator. Hi-hats. (laughs) <laughs> okay, okay they're the he, of course he's famously moved on from his partnership with Sabian well I couldn't possibly speak to that well the, the kit's Pearl yeah but his symbol provider for many years was Sabian okay. but it's not now do you know who it is now Zildjian might be Zildjian a 19... I don't think it's Zildjian okay well don't commit yourself a 19 inch AA medium crash a 20 inch AA medium crash a 21 inch AA rock ride and here we go, 21-inch Vault Holy China. Okay. Heads, Remo. No. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 
Well, as we come around the world again, literally, as we looked around, coming back from Ethiopia to England, from Look Around. Oh, yes. After listening to Look Around, yes. just to be clear. Yeah, absolutely. A good performance, I think, on this one. Not the heady heights of Ethiopia, but a very enjoyable thing to listen to. Yeah, well, do you think... Here's, here's the, key, the key question. Go on, huh? Do you prefer Look Around or Ethiopia? Ethiopia. <laughs> ah, I see what, you, what you've done there. Are you saying that I have a predetermined bias because of my love of the I'm song Ethiopia? You, you may have a predetermined bias, and it's unlikely that whatever had happened during mm. that performance mm. of Look Around, that you, wouldn't, you almost certainly would not have come out saying that it was better than Ethiopia. No. Or that you'd enjoyed yourself as much. No, but I'll tell you what I do enjoy. You're a right. man sniffing his own T-shirt. Well, that's lucky. Yeah, because this is manna from heaven if you enjoy a man sniffing his own T-shirt. Takes the T-shirt off, confirmed as an I'm beside you T-shirt. Quick sniff. Quick sniff. Uh, you're not Some telling reason. me. You, you indicated that you've never sniffed your own T-shirt before then. You've never sniffed your own armpits of your T-shirt. Just to say... How was I smelling? No, it's not. If I were to smell my own T-shirt, mm. it would be more a case of I'm taking it off and I want to know whether I can put it back on again. Okay, maybe that's what this one was doing. Yeah. It's, it's saying it, I've got this I'm beside you T-shirt. Is it clean enough to put back on? I think he was saying how smelly is it as it comes off, perhaps. Yeah, just for, if he's just, been sweating into it. Yeah, he's just trying to build up a, you know, it's a fact file, like the photo file from earlier. Yeah. Is it, is it suitable, for example, to, to put on again after the performance and wear out for dinner? Yeah. Answer, unknown. Answer, unknown. I would have thought so. Yeah, he's only really done three songs with it on. Yeah, and he hasn't... He hasn't, he hasn't really been bouncing it. He hasn't been exuding too much exuberance. No, and that comes back to our, the point I was trying to make earlier. There are times here where he, he looks like a... You know, the, the kind of front man where he's... he's He's got his arm down by his side. It's almost in his pocket, it looks like, but it's yeah. not. No, 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 I'm with you. The getaway. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes, I know. He's quite low of arm during this whole thing. Yeah, it Almost is. like he's lost, like his rotator cuff's gone or something. Well, maybe, but it, it, gives, it gives you the impression of someone who, like, for example, if you're at a karaoke um, mm. evening on a cruise ship and someone goes up, he's obviously not a confident singer, but would like to give it a go. I'd like to be lead singer of the Red Hot Chili Peppers, for example. <laughs> yeah. And he sort of stands there and with an arm down by the side and sings. At times, the swan's given off that kind of vibe. Not not here, but earlier on in the performance. Not to that, you know, not to that, not that dramatic level. extent. But he's not, you know, we're used to seeing the arms going around. All, never the, the robot arm, dance. Never the arms stationary by the side. No. It's normally giving it, you know, different arm movements. And well, maybe it's I think it's the, the focus. Point. I think it's the focus. He, he knows that this is in the basement. For Sky Arts. Although, although it can be pre recorded. The, the edict came down from Sky Arts. Keep your arms. Don't move your arms so Keep much. Keep your arms still yeah. or you're out. We'll have, we'll have uh, Klinghoffer, the, 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 the Hofmeister General, as we know him, of course, going crazy at the drop of a hat. Yeah. And Sometimes at the oddest moments. Yeah, agreed. Going crazy while seem, seemingly not doing play, anything. Playing, <laughs> playing almost nothing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Very strange. Very strange indeed. Of course, there are other times when it makes sense. But there are times, I mean, Josh is, Josh is, continues to be great. And He's very energetic. This era, but 
And uh, it's not always linked to the relevance of what he's playing. No, no, it's not, but fantastic. Mr. Rafosco here, of course, doing the bosh bosh on this symbol. Yeah. So making a valid contribution. Yeah, <laughs> another valid contribution. Yeah. Well done. Thank you. I lo- also, we just talked a little about Chris Warren on the previous song, but I love to see him groove. He's such a funky fellow. Oh. He's got the, he moves like I wish I could move. And he's doing the, I think I'm correct in thinking, he's doing the... Oh, on the keys. Yeah, the high. Yeah, 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 very possibly. He's playing those, I think. Very possibly. See if I've written anything about that down. Not sure. Let me see no, if I... because I was, when I first heard it, and I heard them, I was looking to see, oh, who's doing that? It must be Josh. But it's such a perfect delivery, and then when you watch Chris Warren, he's doing it on there. Ah, okay, cool. So is that confirmed? I think it is. <laughs> not willing, not willing to confirm. No, not not willing to go. No, I am. I'm going. He's, on he's going for I'm it. Going on record. I'm going on record. So okay, look around. Also, just a quick a quick point before before we go any further. You know the bit where Uga about I get you. Yeah. Get you. Oh, by the way, no. The swan's giving that full bore into the microphone. Yeah, it's barely it's, coming it's out. It's much more quiet. Yeah. So is someone is someone there? Turning him because they want that quieter. Uh, I don't know. Someone's made. Do you think someone's turned him down and then as soon as he comes back in, he's back to the volume? Yeah, you're right. Someone's doing the controller. Maybe um, someone realised that it's the exact same part from the song, the middle of the song, by the way. Wow. And so they've faded out to safe face. But it is lower in the mix on the record oh, as well. Yes. So, but this is a lot lower. Oh, it's extremely low. Cause, and, and he's not he's not holding back. He's no. right up to the mic, giving it full ball. How old was this one here? Like 50-ish or something like that? Well, 12 years ago. He's 61 now. Okay, so about 50-ish. I'm happy to say. Yeah. So he's what, four years older, five years older than me. He looks phenomenal. He looks stunning. He's phenomenal. He is. Uh, I mean, I can say phenomenal. Have I already said phenomenal in, uh, in Italian today? Uh, phenomenally, yes, you have, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. I know. And you get one per episode, as we discussed before we start recording. Well, as you know, I, I... Otherwise, I walk. No, no, it's, it's not... Uh, it won't come to that. Right. Believe me. But I just want to say that I am fluent in Italian. Yeah. I'm, and I'm, Latin. I'm going on record. And Latin. It, ask me anything in Italian at the meetup. Oh, uh, yeah, please do. Yeah, oh, no, yes. <laughs> oh, no, yes. <laughs> <laughs> not sure, he's not sure on this one. Ask him, you'll find out whether he'll answer or not. Yeah, I think it's time to plug the meetup. Ah, of course. Ah, sugar bumps. We should have done that earlier. Okay, so we are meeting up pre the show at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium on the 21st. 21.07.23. 21st of July. Uh, we're meeting at the Westbury. The Westbury. Is it called the Westbury Inn? No, just the Westbury. It's just called the Westbury. Uh, have a look on our socials uh, to find out where the Westbury is. That address is there, Sam. Have you got it written down on your phone still? I wish I had. Okay, well, let's look it up on Twitter quickly. Very, very quickly. In fact, if I do it on Insta, it'll be quicker. What, because it's instantly? No, because I've recently... It's you, at, well, I say you, universally speaking, us. Well, that is me. Yeah. And the Westbury are the two things I've looked for. Uh, okay, the Westbury. A popular modern pub serving specially re- speciality... Mm. Not just specially. Speciality, real ale, cider and hearty pub food. Eat, drink, and be merry. With a twist. Lovely. Uh, There's a phone number there and a link to the website. Here we go. 57 Westbury Avenue, 
London, United Kingdom, N22 6SA. So for those people who will be using a, a, sat, a satellite navigation system... A sat-nav, if you will. ...to find the pub, you are looking for N22 6SA, 57 Westbury Avenue, the Westbury. Yes. From 12.30 on 21.07.23. We will be wearing specially commissioned T-shirts. Yes, commissioned... By yourself, oh, yes. yeah. <laughs> uh, featuring the wonderful, wonderful artwork uh, of the Sinclair Brothers. Sinclair Brass. Look them up on Insta. Yes. and I have so also searched for them. Of course, yeah. But not as, not as often as the Westbury and me. Well, not as recently. Okay, fair enough. The, featuring the wonderful artwork by Sinclair Brothers. We will be giving away one of said t-shirts is that a polo or a standard round neck it's a prototype polo it's a pro- oh, no you don't have to say it's a prototype yeah okay it's a prototype honest. we'll be honest no full disclosure it's a prototype the, the, the logo on the back is too small the logo on the back is too small and not quite central <laughs> <laughs> but hey and the writing on the front is too small okay but central central yeah great we'll also be giving away a perfect tablecloth yeah. Oh, yeah. No, the rest of the prizes are uh, not re- everything not, is properly not placed. rejected merchandise. <laughs> <laughs> so come and win a table. The t-shirt's a bonus. The, the t-shirt wasn't going to be part no, of the giveaway. No, so you know, whoever wins it is going to be hashtag blessed. A getaway, a tablecloth, and also a set of coasters are up for how many? Three, three, three sets, sets of, coasters. of coasters. Wow. We don't know how they'll be given away. We'll be making that up on the day. But we, and we don't know who's going to win them. But we do know when it will be and where. 21st of July at the Westbury before the gig from 12.30. Come along, join us. We promise you... No, we don't promise you. Yeah, we do. We, no, 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 we don't. I do. Okay, what, what are you going to promise them? You don't know what I'm going to say. A good time. And I wasn't going to say that. Why not? You can build it up. Okay, we s- promise you a good time. The last one was... was uh, oh, it was uh, sensational. <laughs> yes, it was. It was phenomenal. <laughs> yes, it was. But you can't it say it all those area. things. In all languages. So come along. It'd be great to meet you. It'd be great to either meet you for the first time, meet you again. That's the two options, right? <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to meeting people. Okay. Should we move on to Maggie? You've got anything else to say about Look Around? It, yeah, it's a, it's a decent song, well performed. <laughs> Don't. 
as we dance, 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 darling, out of Rain Dance Maggie. Yes. Two things to say immediately, I think. One is that that was fantastic. And uh, why is that song sounding so good when it sounded pretty bloody average as the first single? Yeah. And second is, I've never seen a man be less concerned about his foot problems. (laughs) (laughs) No. He really wanted to get up. (laughs) I mean, why has he sat down? Well, he's got a broken foot. Well, allegedly. Ben, less than eight weeks before this performance, Josh Klinghoffer's foot fell off. Hmm. But it's been surgically reattached. He's... If you said to me, who do you think in this... Who out of these four people has got a broken foot? Yeah, I'd probably say the swan. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'd probably go for the guy who sat down. <laughs> yeah, but the guy who sat down is stamping all over the place. Yeah, I know. But that's great to see. And musical creativity overrides... Uh, the pain receptors. Yeah. Yeah, because when... If you're not thinking about the pain, sometimes it's less painful. Well, if you don't know there's any pain there... Because and you're being so musically Because creative. you're fine. The, the because, morning after this, mm. unfortunately, yeah, his, his foot, foot fell off again. again. <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't care. The swan at the beginning moves like an actual swan, I think. Yeah. Have you seen that little walk he does? Mm. Shoulders back. Shoulders, pumping himself forward with his shoulders. Yeah. Like as if he's rowing his shoulders. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, his wings. Yes, his, his swan body. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that lovely, and that swan body includes a lovely little V section. Well, I mean, we don't want to dwell on his physical perfection. I have no problem at all dwelling on that man's physical perfection. But he, as a fifty-year-old man, if I look like that in in uh, in in nine years' time, I'll be staggered. The odds of you looking like that. <laughs> I don't look like that now. (laughs) And I haven't looked like that since I was 17. You certainly don't. The six-pack era. Yeah, the 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 six-pack year. They do. No, (laughs) the six-pack years. How many years did you have a six-pack for? Well, about six. No, that's the number of packs you had. Oh, yeah. You didn't have a six-pack for Oh, yeah, no, sorry, ask me again. How many six... How many years years did you have a six-pack for? Two. Mm. From, no, from age 15 to age 21. Christ, that's six again. At uh, Chorus 1, 22.41, 22 minutes, 41 seconds on the Leonardo job video. Chad singing along. Yeah. Wholeheartedly. Absolutely loving it. Well, you've just said, why does this version or this rendition of Randall's Maggie sound so good? And it's part of it, for me, is, is that performance value. Well, you said Chad is a beast on the kit, didn't you? I did say that. Yeah, it was private. Oh, that's private. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. that's before we recorded. No. Um, seeing the band enjoying it so much. It just brings so much to the to the performance, and you know, it's a pretty fucking groovy song. Uh, but in 2012, we thought it was a we thought it was a I thought it was a, a poor. A, I was going to say uh, I thought I was going to say a big heap of shit, and then no. I pulled back. Yeah, and just said it was a poor, poor, <laughs> <laughs> pull back and said something. That but actually, really what sense. we said about this performance is it feels a bit sterile. This does not, no. but the original single did. Mm. On the original single, I think Josh's lead line was possibly just duped. So it was just the same thing repeated. Yeah. I can't 100% <laughs> guarantee that, but that was the rumour at the time. <laughs> <laughs> we make no commitments anymore. <laughs> We've learned the hard way that if you're not right, you will know about it. Yeah. Uh, but this, there's so much emotion to Josh's playing on these lead lines. It's, oh, yes, it's great. but also Chad's giving... The lead, so- line, sorry, the lead line, particularly, I mean, over the choruses. Yeah. 
that, that life. But there's so much feeling in all the playing. Yeah. You know, again, this goes back to being able to see Chad from all these different angles that we don't normally see. You see his face and his... He's, it's so much attitude and feeling in his, in his playing. But I tell you, there's some, there's some great sort of individual drum parts in this song. Okay. Oh, there is. And actually, I think, again, giving his due where credit is due, Mr. Rafosco, Rafosco, yes. playing the, the cowbell. It could be a, whatever it's called, the glory block, the glory red block cowbell. Yeah, no, it is. He also spends quite a lot of time playing the tambourine. Yeah, I know. There's, there's pluses and minuses. No, but I think that is a plus on this song. Oh, okay. So should we do a, a Rafosco watch for the rest of the songs? How how valid his contribution is. Yeah, I mean, I've been watching him the whole time. Yeah, I know, because now that we start talking about him, he's mainly what I'm watching. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes he's doing things that simply can't be described. But uh, we, I mean, we, we will are, try. We are now... Oh, we will. We, it's our job. We are now getting ever closer to the unveiling of the ginormous shakers. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We are. So that, that's going to be... I, I think the highlight of the whole episode. So, should we, do, should we do a retrospective Rafosco watch? We'll talk about the songs that have been played. Okay. Okay. Monarchy of Roses, Rafosco watch. Out of 10. On Monarchy? Yeah. Well, we, we gave him a hard time. Yeah. But that's not necessarily a bad thing. Okay. Because there is value in the sort of comedic value of him. No, musically. Oh, if, musically. He, if he was taken away from the song, if he wasn't there. That's what I'm saying. If if he was taken okay. away and it wasn't there and the song would suffer, then he he will get a high score. If he adds little to nothing, then he will okay. get a high On score. On Monarchy, yeah. I'm giving him a three. I'm giving him a two. Okay. Like Factory of Faith? Factory of Faith, He's I'm got giving double him... double timing. Yeah, I'm giving him an eight. I will... Oh, it's an important part of that song. I will give him... Do you want to go nine? No. A seven. Okay, I Ethiopia. think it's more important than that. Okay. Ethiopia, I'm giving him a six. Six. Look around. Now, he did the push, push. Oh, he did. He did do the double. So that is bit, that's big, surely. I bought a Bush album on CD yesterday. I know he did. And he also bought One Monster by R.E.M. and New Adventures in Hi-Fi Bone. But we're not on your charity shop buys. We're on... No. But one ninety nine for for top albums like that on CD. Phenomenal. That's why people are still buying CDs. Yes. Look around. He did the bush bush. Six. Six? Seven. Seven? Eight. Eight? <laughs> no. Seven. Nine. Nine? What? Just because of the bush well, bush? Well, that's the signature part of the song. Yeah, okay, well. And he's doing it. Yeah. I mean, Chad could have done it himself if, if he hadn't turned up. Well, that's not the point. No. Maggie. You know, he, he there was some great. What did he do? He played a little bit of cymbal. He played the cymbal, then some silent. Objects. Oh, he do, he does the the glory red block. Yeah, the cowbell, the cowbell, and the and the. Uh, yeah, I'm, no, I'm going to say um, seven. I think I'm going to go eight because that is the signature part of the song. Is that cowbell? Yeah. So actually, so far he has been quite important. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Right. We're moving on then to. Did I let you know? Let's see how important Mr. Rafosco is to this one, shall we? Yeah, yeah. One, two, one, two, 
Sam. Yes. Can I ask you a serious question? Is this on the record? Yes. Okay. Can I let you know just how much I enjoyed that version oh, of Did I Let You Know? Phenomenally. And I am allowed to say that. <laughs> okay. Well, so am I. I'll walk if you say it again. What a performance of another song that historically I've been not so hot on. No. I think it's... I've previously felt it was fine. That was great, though. This is a great example of the mix that they've got allowing us to hear all of the separate elements. Yeah. Everything comes across. Josh's guitar, especially. Yeah. Uh, on that, that clean lead line is, is, is fantastic. Yeah, and I love it when, when the Chili's, a.k.a. the guys... Hmm take on an unusual genre and, and put their twist on it. They've done it so successfully across their career, and this is a great example of taking, would we, call, would we say, a kind of... A samba beat, would you a, say? A samba beat? I yeah, I would say that. And just sort of melding it into a great Red Hot Chili Peppers song. I would go as far as say this is top draw album track. Yeah. Okay, I'd 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 have to go back to the album version to judge that, but I'll say it sounds very much like that top draw live version. I like this as well. Um, You got CW Chris Warren playing the keys on this, yeah, as opposed to what he plays in some other versions. For example, Live at Clone, the the cinema release version. Yes, on that version, his keys are a lot more kind of synth stringy. This Mm. is a much warmer sound, Mm. and it really adds to it. It's just everything about this is pretty much perfect. Including, I think, their dancers at the beginning. Flea's high arm dance. Flea loves it. That's lovely to see. Well, I think we've all we've all experienced the urge to dance to a red hot samba beat, haven't we? Dance, 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 darling. Yeah, and also the Swan does a little boxing dance. Yes, I yeah. like to see a man who's that in in physical shape like that. Just bring the guard up. And My concern is, that, is will it overlap into you know a sort of street fight later on in the day? Potentially, there's always that potential. And that's what concerns me. Mm. So I don't like to see that. Okay, fine. Uh, you can really hear Josh. We've a, a GTP here, a guitar technical point, which we don't do often enough nowadays. Well, Ben, it's your remit, and I'll tell okay, you, you're well, I'll, it I'll fulfil that remit. A GTP, raking across the strings, can really be heard here. And raking across the strings is where you... And we have discussed this GTP before, of course, but not for a while. Raking across the strings is where you go for the target string. So if your target string is a B string, that's the second highest string. But before you hit it, you mute the other strings and you play them as well. You get that noise. Yeah, before you hit the target. You can really, really hear it on uh, Leonardo Jobs' video. I must just say this. Uh, Chocolate oranges are available from Rawlinson's. Of course they are, and they always have been. But I must also say this. Uh, You can really hear it at 2804. Yeah, but it's it's that sort of subtle nod to the samba style as well mm. you know they're not they're not just mimicking something they are embracing it and fully sort of transforming it into a chili song so it's recognizable as the chilies but equally it's it does feel like something fresh and, the and s- something ca- it's so catchy yeah it's it, the melody's great the chorus is great the swan sounds brilliant yeah. on this song oh and it, and when he's going into those lines this I know. He's, yeah. p- he's p- properly hitting them. Yeah. And sometimes, because uh, he, he held a line, I think, on this one, and then Josh came in, and then he kind of then came yeah, back in. Yeah, he comes back in again. 
Yeah, it's great. There's, I mean, their relationship was, you know, we will talk about the the John Anthony um, sort of backing singer, you know, their vocal relationship. But over the course of Josh's tenure, he and Anthony developed a, a really good and effective and solid and emotionally moving vocal partnership. And quickly as well. Yeah. I, I, I love John Frusciante, as you know. We've just literally just done an episode about his solo work. He's a great man. Um, the way he sings is backing vocals is different to what Josh does. Yes. Josh's delivery is, on this song and across his entire time with uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers, those three classic albums. I like the way you said three. I panicked there for just, just the, the briefest the, of seconds. The singlest of beats. Mm. I thought, Christ, he said three. He's misjudged this badly. Yeah, well, by one. So not too badly. The least amount he could have misjudged it. <laughs> yeah. But then I realised it wasn't a misjudgment. No. In fact, it was a, a really good, solid call. Yeah, thank you. Uh, what does... Um, nice to see Mike Bulger here. Or Bulger. It's difficult to say. What does Flea say? As, playing the trumpet. What does Flea say? As uh, a Bulgersaurus. Yeah. A nice call back. Or I a Bulgerpossumus. Yeah. A nice call back to the fancy. Mm. I think it was, yeah. <laughs> you right? Yeah. Good. Yeah. It's a Bolgesaurus. <laughs> That's something different. Yeah. I mean, oh, that like, is. all the ladies like to see the Bolgesaurus coming out. <laughs> Stop it, please. This is a family it podcast. Won't, it won't be on show at the, at the, uh, the West Bridge. No, it won't, no. I can assure you. Both of our Bolgesauruses will, will be, be reined in. Yeah. In at the West Bridge. <laughs> yeah. uh, for the meetup, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, it'd be strictly professional affair. Simon, you won't be there, will you? No. Oh, well, you can. Not. You can do it in the Bulgarian. In fact, that. yeah, <laughs> we'll be there at half past twelve on twenty first July. So just at that point, you unleash your Bulgarian. <laughs> <laughs> and do with it what you will. Yeah, exactly. But uh, you know. Anyway, yeah. moving on from the Bulgarian. <laughs> We've got an extra piano player here uh, yes. for the first time. I don't know who it is. Greg Kirsten, shall we, for the purposes of name-calling, yeah. refer to him as Mr? Mr. Piano Player. Yes. Mr. PP. Yes. Yeah, fine. Peter, Peter Piper. No, Piano Player. Yes. <laughs> if he's called Peter Piper, the Piano Player, well, then no, it's, Mr. it's Mr. Quadruple P. If it, exactly. He'd more likely be found picking peppers than playing the piano. And playing his pipe. Mm. So he's a, double, he's a multi-instrumentalist then. Who, and Peter all, Piper? Well, he's a pipe player and a, and and a, and a piano a, player. And a pepper picker. Let's get to Mr. Orfosco, shall we? Because uh, Simon... I thought you were going to talk about the piano player. <laughs> 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 I forgot yeah. what we were talking about. I don't know who he is. No, don't, we don't know I who he is. And we can't it hear might the piano. Be get, it might <laughs> be Greg Kirsten. We're not sure. Apart from that. He's <laughs> just got a lot of peas in his name. He's definitely there playing a piano. Simon, you pointed out, and I like to think this is because what uh, Mr. Rafosco is playing, you know, his big, his high splashes, looks a bit like a tree or a bush, would you say? And mm. I think you spotted it because you are famously the longest stick in the bush. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes. What's he playing and why? Unknown. A quadruple, but drum Wait, tree. A quadruple drum tree. Well, it's an, it's an octagonal. 
It's an whatever. It's got two sides to it, but he's only using one side. Yeah, because it's hand. It's hand hand powered. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got like a pedal for your hands. And and as with a lot of his instruments, it appears to make no sound. No noise. No noise. Ridiculous. But what we please look out for it because this is worth pointing out. Yeah. He during this song on a number of occasions is playing a drum tree that makes no sound. Yeah. Or a bush. Yeah. Well, I mean. He can take that up with Simon. Simon's the longest stick in the bush. <laughs> it's a tree. It's a tree. It's a tree, yeah. Sorry, I was just trying to get you back in there. <laughs> okay, I really enjoyed that. Anything else to be said? Well, if we haven't said it before, this is a song, as you said, about one of the other tracks. I would be more than happy for someone who either listens to or doesn't listen to the Chili's. Someone who's maybe coming in with a sort of preconceived idea of what the Chili's sound like. Yeah, okay. This is a good song to play them, to say the Chili's are not what you may expect. There's more to them hmm. than what you've read about in the mainstream press, for example. Okay, fair enough. I mean, how often are they appearing in the mainstream press? These days? <laughs> yeah. So that person would say to you, well, I've never read about them. Yeah, well, I guess like, we do you call rock press mainstream press. I do. Yeah. Fine, I rock all, all press and, uh, for other, example, other press. <laughs> yeah, other <laughs> other mainstream press. <laughs> but yeah, this is a good song to say to people: the Chili's. There's way more to this band than meets the eye, hmm. and they love what they do. And that, again, the performance values here. They, they from the very start, you've got a, a, a dancer playing bass. You've got a boxer on lead vocal. Yeah, you've got somebody playing a big tree. You've got a, yeah, a horticulturist. You've got a playing. Dr- you've got a drum technician playing the keys. Yeah, you've got an unknown man playing the piano. You've got a, a bulgeosaurus playing the trumpet. Yes, and there is a drummer playing the drums. Yes. So, <laughs> so it's all happening. It's all going on. It's a great song. We thoroughly enjoyed it. I think it's given us a good topic for the last ten minutes or so. Yeah, and that's all we ask, really, uh, isn't it? Well, that's all we ever ask. I will say to you, goodbye. Hooray. Hello and hooray, as we come out of goodbye hooray. What a stonker of a performance of a, frankly, one of my favourite songs on the album. It's what I call an energised energy pill. Yeah, it is. This exudes exuberance. It does. It's, ah, it's, it's all great. I've had tight John, uh, oh, holy Carry on. No, carry take on. it back. The no, cling, you can't take it back. I know I, I can take it back. No, you can't. Okay. But Anthony did this in, in an interview, famously. So. Jesus. The Hofmeister General. The Hofmeister General. The lovely man that is John. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Was that on purpose? Yeah. Okay. The Hofmeister General. How tight his guitar sounds on this, on the intro, is beautiful. Yes. Oh, it's, it, it's superb. And it's such a difficult song. As well, you can see 
like a, specifically from 33 minutes 15 seconds to 33 minutes 40 seconds yeah how much chad is focusing on this playing yeah. because it's a it's a goer but it's also got interesting things going on with the rhythms and the playing when it erupts everybody is absolutely on point absolutely on point yeah and you know starting from the swan is always my focus point okay your focal structure my first point of of focus your first point of reference okay but you know, more than ever, obviously, I'm focusing on the other elements. Mr. Rafosco, et cetera, mainly. Oh, I mean, I mean we've <laughs> Let's got, not go there yet. got a major talking point here. But, um, you know, having, having said earlier, the Swan... Sort of, I, I do think the Swan eased himself into this performance. But he's, he's, he's fully in now. He's, uh, he is energised. Oh, but I still think there's, a, there's an element of focus-driven... Reservation. Focus-driven reservation about his performance. An, an FDR about his performance. But what, it ge- what I feel it gives, actually, is, okay, you're losing some of that physicality, hmm. but you are getting really, really solid and well-delivered oh, so, yeah. vocals. Yeah, yeah, you are. And, but also, you can see him here shouting, calling across to people. Yeah. This is what's great about this um, the way that you, we listened to this earlier on, it might, I think I missed it. Proves what I was going to say is a lot of the time when they're not playing songs, they're using like the room mics yeah. to pick up on what people are saying. Yes. And when they are using, then it, there's, a, there's a really, um, I think it's, what was the previous song? We talked some uh, about Bodgesaurus. Yeah, they like, you know. I think it was on that song that it clearly cuts between the. Uh, the atmosphere mics to pick up what they're saying. Yeah. To the to the to the mics for the amps, the drums and stuff. There's yeah. a clear distinction. But what you do get here is you can hear them shouting to each other mm. during the song. Sometimes. Yeah. You can hear Chad shouting to people. You can hear Flea uh, exulting or ulating, if you will. Mm. Well, okay, yeah. <laughs> good. Yeah. Uh, and it just gives the whole thing a real, like I said before, a real. Like you feel you're just playing with mates. Yeah, and that's where where some of the earlier songs didn't have didn't necessarily have that kind of. You always had it looking looking in, seeing that they were close together and stuff. But now you're getting all the elements coming together, mm. really making you feel like you're in there with them. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. It is about it is about how close they are as well. Yeah, because they might be on stage. It makes a hell of a difference. It makes a shouting big to each difference. other. You, you know, know that, you know, that physical. That Geography, space, yeah. yeah. On uh, during the Unlimited Love tour, they might be shouting to each other, but you're not going to pick up on it because of the distances between microphones. Yeah. Whereas here, you can hear. Oh, they must love this kind of thing. Yeah. You know, I was thinking, looking at Flea, thinking he's going to wake up in the morning. What am I doing today? I'm going to go down to the basement, sky out, and I'm going to play these fantastic songs. Yeah. They have the t- an absolute whale of a time. I said again, just another fantastic song as well. And also, the next two songs they're going to play are fantastic songs. This album is phenomenal. Well, you know, this, this, yeah, this song, as well played as it is here and as, and as great as it sounds on the album, it, the next two songs, I think, are, are much more important to me than this. Than, oh, certainly. Than I, this is, in it's the scheme of things, it's, it's but it's very quick, it's very kind of punky feel. It, I mean, I, let's I, talk about the, the, I, the I bridge. Say, 
Okay. Oh, yeah, but I, won't, I just want to say, I won't say this is a throwaway song. No, oh, no. But against uh, Police Station and Meet Me at the Corner, mm. it, it, it's chalk and cheese. Yeah, it certainly is. Let's talk about the middle section where Mr. Rafosco oh. is basically playing Lisa Simpson's head. That is <laughs> incredible. I mean, like I said, the first time I saw that, I almost fell off my chair. I was stunned slash staggered. <laughs> yes, and... I laughed out loud. So did I. I was on my own. So did I. I was on my own. As I so often am. It's a lonely existence. <laughs> Married with a lot of very, very good friends, but so often the soul cries for company. Yes. And then I saw those shakers. Mm. And you were cheered up. His, uh, you can see his, the tension in his arms. Yeah, but why? This is... I can what imagine. The fuck? I can imagine those shakers being used on maybe a police station, maybe a no, maybe I, a meet me at the corner, but on a full out rock song. No, no, Ben. I know it's a middle section. Yes, but he's using them pre the middle section. Well, of course he is. But with something like that, you can't just. What will happen if you just get them out for the middle section? You'll pull a you'll pull a muscle. Mm. So he has to ease himself in at the times when he can't be heard, and then his arms are sufficiently warmed up. That he can fully go for it in in the middle in you know in that bridge section. Yeah. So I do understand that sort of warm up phase. In this case, in this because context. those those shakers, they're no really, joke. They're massive. I think they really should come with a some kind of hoist. Yes, or at least a government health warning. And a hoist. Mm. So double. Maybe a hoist with a warning on. <laughs> yes, exactly that. Right, well, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what I'm going to do about Okay, what are you going to score? Score me. Oh, well, on, on the Rafosco scale. Oh, the Rafosco scale. I, I think it's completely unnecessary. I think they're ridiculous. Yeah. I think the whole thing's a joke. Okay, first of all, we'll score them on looks. Ten being brilliant. Or ten being well, I'll brilliantly g- unnecessarily wacky. Okay, I'll give them ten. <laughs> yeah, okay, great. As we know, you can't go... If you go to 11, you're, you're making a fool of yourself. I would say, in the shaker world, they are 11. You can't go... Okay, you can't go higher than 100%. No, I know, but you're saying... You know, I would say, as a shaker designer, which I am, hmm. if I designed a shaker that large, for example... With both the top and the bottom. I would be embarrassed. But to design a shaker that large and then put the triangular points on them as well, I think you're just, you know, you're just looking for attention. Right, so what are you asking me? Uh, what do you... It was some kind of score-based question. <laughs> it was. So you said 10. Um, ten, 10 for the so look ten of on the shaker. Look, 10 on look. 10, ten on the, the craziness of the shaker. Yeah. In relation to how much the song needs at zero. Even in the middle when it yeah. really does yeah, make yeah, a big yeah. difference? No. Zero. No. Okay. Okay. Ask me. Uh, on wackiness. Wackiness and looks. Yeah. Ten. On need to be doing that with those things in that song. Eight. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I saw you in the church shop. There was no time to exchange. Never 
Sam, I got arrested last night. Oh, sorry to hear that. What mm. for? Loving the chilli peppers too much. <laughs> That's a, a crime we're all guilty of, I'm afraid. I handed myself in just this afternoon for the same crime. They took us to the same place. And do you know where that place was? I do. It was the police station. Not in Hyde? No. Closed down. I was glad to be arrested. Yeah, well, as I say, I handed myself in. They weren't weren't even looking for me. (laughs) I just went down there. What a live performance from the Swan. Uh, The way, also, just a couple of things to note quickly that I hadn't noticed before. How quickly he packs away his pages and runs away. I know, he must need a wee. I will say, I'm going to get straight up to Mr. Scale here, Mr. Fosco. This song does not need bongos. I did, I'd be honest with you, I, I'm so focused on the four key members, I didn't even notice him. Yeah. What a chorus. JK, the, the, the Hofmeister general here. Oh, is. of course, the piano there. Oh, I'm looking for a piano. A piano, a piano yes, a piano. piano just, just any old piano. The one that makes you dance. The piano here, I think, is fantastic. It, it's said. a key element. Yeah. It, it, towards, towards, of course, you've got a middle section where there's a slight flub. In the, middle, yes. in the descending line. Yeah, he he does. Um, look, I mean, because it's... And that's the the reason that they don't even blink at that, really, is because it's such a key element and they know exactly what it should sound like. That when it didn't even sound like that, they just carried on anyway. I know. I think it's a bit of a shame for that mystery piano player that that's when they were... The only time in the gig when they're Well, just maybe that's why he's fingers. disappeared from history. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. But... So the mystery piano player as well, that outro is sensational on the piano. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> well, obviously, I now want to say the word that I'm not allowed to say. No, you can't, no. Can you come up with some different adjectives? No, I'm going to say phenomenal a lot. <laughs> yeah. Moving forward. What do you think about the ending of that, that piano section at the end? But how, not, how good do you think it is? Well, I, I think it's... Uh, a, a, I'll walk. Yes. I don't want to go straight to the end. Okay, well, let's start at the beginning then. Yeah. What, struck, what I love about this song is, is there's so many things, but one of the key things is the, the way that it sets itself up in such an atmospheric way. Yeah. It carries such atmospheric gravitas. Yeah. That I don't think there's any, any song on this album or any other Chili's album that has an effect on me like this. Oh, this is, I'm instantly engaged, you deep, are, deeply. I, I think you might be overstating your case slightly, but I completely agree with you. Okay. Well, in that case, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to be that immediately swayed by what I think. But no, I think, no, but um, if you completely agree with me, then I'm not overstating my case. Okay. This song for a long time was my favourite. When I first heard the album, this was one I walked away from thinking, yeah, this tune. Law and Order. Yeah. Please, for God's sake, can we get some... Can we go anti-corruption? Can we go anti-crime? Can the Chilis, for one second, stop writing about police helicopters? And start writing a bloody police yeah, station for once on in the, their lives. focus on the hub. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because where? where's, that, where's that helicopter taken off from? I wondered from the, the you know, the mid-80s to, uh, to, to 2011. To the, uh, the early, what, what are they called? Uh, well, it was the early aughts. No, it was the early teens, wasn't it? Teens, yeah, twelve. I, I spent so much time. I mean, I know. I when when did I first start questioning it? When I was seven. 
Where's that helicopter taken off from? Yeah, they they finally answered the question. They've addressed it. Yeah, because it's a police station with a a, a A helipad on top. A helicopter pad. A big H in a circle. Josh Klinghoffer here is at times, this is the genius of the man, Hmm. when the swan's singing the chorus, and the chorus takes off and the swan is amazing. uh, Josh is singing basically a different song at times. But it works so perfectly and yeah. integrates itself so well. Well, that's, that musical vision to be able to... It, it's a risk if you're not an established band. Yeah. But if you're in a band where you can, you can experiment and take risks, it's great, isn't it? Mm. Because, as you say, they're doing things that you wouldn't expect, but they sound great. And the only way to achieve that and get there is to be able and feel free to take those risks in the first place yeah it's it's uh, what is wonderful isn't it yeah it, it, it is and the swans the swans not only does he sound great in this performance but on the album oh yeah oh definitely i mean he always sounds good album wise i think but yeah he always does but this is this is when he had a certain timbre to his voice yeah because we've talked about the swan evolving timbre wise before uh, this was a great era i think the I don't think you can say how good an album is after the first listen, after the second listen. I don't think even you can even maybe do it after a year. I think we've got a decade plus on this album now. Yeah. And it, every year that goes by, it rises higher and higher in my Chili's ranking. Yes. No, I, I agree with you, actually. And, and as mentioned earlier in, in this episode, we listened to New Adventures in Hi-Fi by R.E.M. today. What an album. Yeah, what an unbelievable album. Mm. When bands release music that isn't necessarily what the fans expect, yeah, you know, it's easy at the time for it to be given a bad, they do a get bad write-up. Off, yeah, yeah. But all these, all these albums by these fantastic bands yeah. are, are brilliant. Yeah. And you, you're right, it needs time, it needs that, the ability for people to stand back and appreciate what they were doing at that time. And the swan at the end, he delivers that key change mm. like, like a businessman. Mm. He does it, sticks his paper in, and he's off. Fuck he's so. done his job. Yeah. Yeah. And, he, and at that time, he was capable of just doing it live. Mm. What, packing all his papers against the loo? No, hitting a, a... Oh, the big notes. He's great on the choruses. He's, he hits he's the amazing. big note in the, and he's off. Yeah. And he does it without thinking about it he's fully in his element here and at the time we were thinking oh you know they're 50 can they still do it yes they could do it at 50 and yes they were both physically and mentally professionally (laughs) yes at their at their pinnacle still at this time and we've seen them since we saw them last year yeah that was a fantastic name 10 years time what are we going to be saying how good they sound. Uh, I'd be interested to see where they are in 10 years' time. Yeah, but in 10 years' time, we'll be looking back on where they are now and saying how good they were. Do you think we'll... Oh, God, yeah. Do you think we'll still be podcasting about the Chili's when I'm 55? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe not, but we could, you know, in, in, our, in the privacy of our own home. Just have a chat. Just have a chat, yeah. yeah. Maybe record it. I've got something to say to you. Sure. I'm just going to count. One, two, three, four. Okay. One, two, three, 
fun. What you drink and go, more than enough for you go. Flee, over and over go, and over again now. Silver Lake, Conservatory, what you drink and... Sam, if I may, what are you drinking? I am mega excited this week. Wow. To bring in something. I bought this two weeks ago, maybe three. Just for the purposes of this podcast? Yes. It was on the, you know, the sort of the value shelf at Tesco's. Yeah. Northern Monk, surplus, not surplus, what? wasted pale ale, hot cross bun. That's gibberish. So this is a hot cross bun flavoured pale ale. <laughs> Sounds absolutely fucking ridiculous. Comes in at 5%, so not what you would call ultra sessionable. Well, I wouldn't at all. I drink a carling and it's 4%. That's what I call sessionable. I will apply this to the mouth. May I apply one to the mouth because I have been drinking this other beer? Mm-hmm. I just want to cleanse the palate with some... What, what you're going to actually drink? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cleansing the palate? That's... No, but the first mouthful, you never get a true taste. Okay. That's your opposite of cleansing the palate. You're, you're contaminating the palate with what you're actually going to drink now. Wow. What you needed was a sorbet. A plain okay, sorbet. Okay, so this, again, just to, just to reiterate... This no, no, no. Northern Monk, wasted, pale ale, not wasted... Hot cross bun. Okay. Pale so you've cleansed your palate with the very drink you're about to drink. Yeah. Okay, here we go. To mouth. This is not a palate cleanser. This is real. I would describe the mouthfeel as a kind of intermediate level... Mouthfeel. Satisfaction. Wow, that's low grade. Taste. I'm, we're, we're, we're talking a, a kind of mulled wine element here. I guess it's the the berry element of the of the bun. Mm. The, ra- it, the raisin. Yeah, exactly. Which is, which is actually a dried grape. For those of you out there who like something a little bit more flavoursome, notes of mulled wine. This is this is quite. Lovely. Okay, I'll do my sponsorship. Mm. I'm drinking Carling, I'm sucking a lolly. One, two, three, four. What you drink and go. Here we go again. My lolly sugar-free. Full of aspartame. I'll put myself. What you drink and... And now we must move on to meet me, and if you will, Sam, at the corner. Small 
nexus of the universe, I guess we call the podcast garage. Yes. Will you meet me at the corner to talk about meet me at the corner? Well, I would, but unfortunately, if we went, met down there, it would be unmiked. Should we try it? Just 10 minutes of radio silence. Well, dead air. And dead air is a crime, as we it know. It is. Yes, it is. Uh, meet me at the corner by RHCP, a.k.a. Red Hot Chili Peppers, mm. a.k.a. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Mm. Fantastic insight there from Sam. <laughs> so we've been at it for a while now. I've been drinking this hot cross bun beer for some time. Uh, what do we make of this performance? This performance of a recognised great track. Yes, another absolute banger. Oh, holy uh, shit on sticks. I know, uh, I'm With You is phenomenally good. Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> it's very good. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's good times two. Yeah, it's a flea sitting down song, I'll say that, because... It looks quite hard to play. The the dropping bass line in, in the chorus looks hard to play. He's, he's fretting high throughout, shall we say. Yes. Yeah, it, it requires a, a level of concentration that means he must take the weight off his legs. The swan, I think, sounds... And place it. Let's say place it. Okay. Because it's not just removal of the weight from the legs, is it? I mean, that's not the issue. No, it's a weight transfer issue. Yeah. The weight has to go somewhere, so it goes to his buttocks. But he needs to be able to place that guitar exactly where he needs it. Yeah. And that is lower betwixt leg and upper body. Yeah, it's it's a I think it's a height of the guitar issue. Yes. Um, so if you've got a low slung guitar, aka John in the old days or Slash, it's harder to reach to reach those notes. Mm. If you weigh your guitar high, aka uh, and heavily padded and thick new strapped, new job. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Then um, it's easy to reach those notes. That's what, there's no other reason why John Fashante wears his guitar higher now than previously. It's where you find it most comfortable. Comfort, comfort, yeah. yeah, comfort, comfort levels. Comfort levels. And of course, the, the heavily, that, that massively padded strap. That's comfort levels. That's comfort levels on the shoulder. Yeah. He's got an older shoulder than he used to have. An older shoulder? Yes. Yeah, that rhymes. <laughs> yes, it does. My shoulder is older. I feel less bolder. Well, you, you say the word bolder, but I'm going to say the word bolder in a different context. I used to know a man who called a bra an over-the-shoulder boulder holder. Mm. Did you? What yeah. was his name? Well, I can't say that on air for, okay. for legal reasons. I might go to the police station. And that's the last place we want to be. Yeah, for reasons that we discussed earlier. Yes. Let's, should we talk about the track? Yeah. Yeah. yeah oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember I said we've got to keep this episode short. So it talks about a bra. <laughs> Uh, th- again, the keys are so beautiful here. Yes. Chris Warren on the smooth and sweet sound. Not so synthy. Uh, not so synth strings, just more warm sound. Of course, we have the Blair Witch Project issue of the whole thing. If you remember at the end of the Blair Witch Project, there, there's that man stood in the corner looking directly at the, the corner of the room. Mm. That, to me, is Mr. Rafosco here. Ah, playing his shaker. Playing a shaker whilst facing directly away well, from let's the Well, let's get the uh, let's get the Rafosco score done. Fine. What are you going for? Because I've got mine in mind, and I'd, I'd like to hear what you are going to say. On this tune, it's low. Is it? Yeah, I'm gonna. No, I'll go, I'll go meaty. Okay. Because I don't remember anything he did, so I I can't judge too highly or lowly. All I remember is seeing the back of his head. It's a four. Okay. 
Now, I remember seeing the back of his head, but I also remember the instrument he was playing and the effect that it had on the song and me at the time. And therefore, I'm giving him a seven. What was he playing? A shaker. Oh, yeah. I'll up it. It's key. It's yes, actually... no, I will up it. You're right. It is a seven. Are you going to up it to a seven? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay, yeah, seven's right. all around. So, actually, Mr. Rafosco, over the entirety of the thing, yeah, not so bad. No, exactly. Could he have been taken out and us not noticed? Yes. No. No, right, no. So I think his position in this band at this particular time was more than valid. And those shakers do it on their own. So do you think if Baron von Munchausen was to ejaculate the four of them, yeah. being the Red Hot Chili Peppers, yes. uh, onto a chessboard, yeah. then uh, Mr. Rafosco... No. Would... I haven't finished yet. Okay. Mr. Rafosco would be the perfect percussionist... Hmm. For that particular chessboard. No, I think what would have happened and what did happen right. was that Baron von Munchausen ejaculated the four of those those four people being the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. And at that particular time, Ruben was still the perfect player for that particular No, board. but I'm talking about 2012. Yeah, Rick Ruben. Yeah, still yeah, 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 fair enough. So but then what happened was that one of those four people that Baron von Munchausen ejaculated onto the chessboard those then, being the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, then ejaculated Mr. Rafosco. Jesus. Onto one of the vacant squares. And from there, we get to where we are now, and it sounds great. So we are looking at a, a double ejaculation, and still the player who's in control is Ruben. Let's talk more about po- uh, Meet Me at the Corner, because yeah. it, is, it is wonderful. It's worth mention. Yeah. More than. There's a little bit of a flub from Flea. Again, when you get to focus this closely on people in this kind of level, yeah, this is the problem. At forty-three fifty-five, forty-two minutes fifty-five seconds. There's a, it's the classic uh, meet me at the corner descending bass line where it's kind of four root notes, but he's playing higher notes as well. So you can see throughout this, he's playing chords essentially. Yeah, but there is a flub at forty-four minutes and zero four seconds. Not big. And you probably wouldn't notice it unless the camera was trained directly on him. Which it was. Yeah, but... But that's the, you know, that's the level of concentration that we now take mm. and that other people do as well. You know, it's noticeable. No doubt Aidan would have noticed that. It mm. would have stuck out like a sore thumb. He's got mm. the ear of a god and mm. the hands of a god. And the hair of a god. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, he is just a god. Yeah, Aiden. Aiden. You're a god. God. God, God. This has a little bit, for me, a, a vibe, because there's a big change at the end. A little bit of white chairs. Oh, yeah. White yeah, braids. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, white chairs and pillow. Braids, <laughs> yeah. White, uh, white braids. It doesn't go on for so long, though, and I much no. prefer this change. The change is, is yeah... I know what you mean, though. That's a good comparison to draw. Thank you. It's a, it's a song that is so emotive. You know, the swan, you can feel those. It feels like a... Well, yearning. Yeah. You can, it feels like, almost like a companion piece where I could have lied. Yeah. So I don't know the backstory behind this song. No, it's, it's to do with corners. Meeting someone there. And not wanting to see them there. He says, meet me on the corner. It's another example of him. It's a bit like um, Song Sing When I'm Lonely, where mm. it's called Song Sing When I'm Lonely, but then when John sings it, he says, song to play when I'm lonely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the swan here says, meet me on, meet me on the corner. 
Meet me on the corner. Meet me at the corner, he says, I think. What's it called? Yeah, it's called Meet Me at the Corner. Yeah, and he says, Meet Me on the Corner. Right. So he he does, you know, that's a that's a flub, I suppose. Uh, technically a flub. But the, the, but the, the chorus, like, because I messed up on you. And, yeah, he's made a mistake. And, 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 and it's through. And it, had I known, and this is a great, you know. Well, this is again. The sentiment that we see through all the time, isn't it, in, in songs? What is it, the extreme song where they say, if I'd known now what I knew back then? I've, from mm. Salo's De Rock. But, I mean, it, as you get older, and you know, you look back on the mistakes and had I known now what I knew back... Had I known then what I know now? Mm. Wisery. Mm. Age-based wisery. Age-based wisery, for sure. So, anything else to say about this one? Oh, the short ending, that ending. You know, it changes. It goes to, like, the white road section. Yeah. So the white chair section. Yes. And then it goes into that final bit. That always reminds me of, um, like, at the end of a show, if you go to the theatre, when they bring the cast out and it kind of reprises um, a bit of a a different, of of a song. Yeah. And everyone comes out and does a bow. Yeah. That's what that reminds me of. That's a perfect analogy. Thank you. Yeah, really good. Thank you. Really good work. Thank you. I was pleased when I thought that. When did you first think that? Uh, last night. <laughs> 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 All right, so if you want to be part of this, catch up, catch up with us on the socials. This is hosted at bentownsmusic.net. On there, there is uh, cartoons, this podcast, another bit of Tunage. Oh, and tunes, yeah, my own personal tunage. bentownsmusic.hotmail.com if you would like to email in. Send us your thoughts on anything we've spoken about today or any other episode or what you want to talk about. Twitter, universally RHCP Podsam. Forget that, that's you on Reddit. Forget that. Twitter, at universally RHCP. That's where we're on Twitter. I'm at Stack Townsend. And on Insta, we are universally speaking RHCP underscore pod. So contact us, join us, follow us. Do join us at the meetup at the Westbury, which we are seriously looking forward to. Beyond excited. Also, if you do want to bring me a soup, bring him a soup. I will try a soup at, at the at the. What uh, the cold meetup. out of the can? Yep. Okay. If you bring a soup to the podcast meetup, you now commit that you will eat that soup. I've never tried. Soup. You'll try a soup out of the can. Yeah, I will try any flavour. Really, mulligatawny. Yeah, oh yes. Alright, this has to end now. But Sam will try soup. Bring it over to him. It's gonna be great. I won't eat beforehand. And we'll soup him up. That will be, as far as I'm concerned. I think it'll be super. <laughs> you utter bell end, I was about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we'll catch you on the flip sides, people. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>